PFF NFL Daily coming to you if you're on YouTube right after the craziest division around weekend of all time. So we're just going to give you our instant reaction. I don't know where to start except the Bengals Titans game that kicked it off feels like the most tame game of the entire weekend and they just got progressively crazier and crazier and crazier Sam. I don't know where to start, but not only was it it felt like the most intense divisional weekend, it actually set a record. You know, the 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 smallest margin of uh, we, uh, defeat, win, whatever you want to call it. It's just nuts, Sam. Do you, uh, what, what's your big takeaway from the craziness? I mean, that the last two minutes of that Buffalo-Kansas City game was absolute crazy town. Um, even just a high-level look at that. Look at the quarterbacks we are dealing with in the NFL right now. Joe, Joe Burrow continues to just look incredible like he got they won a playoff game with him being sacked nine times that is absolutely absurd the only time that's ever happened in nfl history before was back when len dawson was the quarterback and somehow won a game by like 25 points despite being sacked nine times so that was absurd that was in the first game we saw the josh allen versus patrick mahomes duel at quarterback like lived up to its billing and then some those two guys combined for like a million yards a ton of points all after the two minute warning it was you know it was those cliches of whoever has the ball last is going to win the game and that was exactly how it went down like every time they got the ball late in the game march down drive score and it's like oh too much time the other guy's going to do it like josh allen answers in a minute 13 seconds left on the clock eh, too much time Mahomes going to go score with 13 seconds left on the clock and then finally, in overtime, you know, in overtime, the Bills defense was just gas, couldn't live with it. And the, it was too easy for Kansas City. But like the last two minutes of that game are if you were ever trying to con convert anybody to the sport of football, to NFL, show them that and just say, like, look at this craziness. There are 10 to 15 things I think we could dissect for about an hour. The 13 seconds left. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs down by three to get into field goal range. Man, there's so much there. There's the Bucks zero blitz. We haven't even talked Bucks Rams 27 to three deficit that the Bucks, you know, they, they tie it up at 27. Doesn't matter. Stafford comes back. Um, let's go to the, the 13 second Bills Chiefs thing. I mean, I, I, we're, everybody makes the joke. Oh, too much time for so-and-so. I mean, Mahomes led a comeback drive with a, a minute 54 left. Mm. And he and he got it. And then Josh Allen got it. And then it's like, okay, now it's over, right? I mean, 13 seconds left. That's it. And then the, the Chiefs just hit two quick hitters to get into field goal range. And it sounds weird, but I actually thought the Bills were somewhat in a bind because I'm picturing them thinking about stopping the field goal as much as possible. With only 13 seconds left, right? And, and the Chiefs just have Tyree Kill running behind the defense and you know Mahomes hitting them for a 70 yarder I almost felt like the Bills were in a bind but they played that too soft and we were talking off air too they probably should have kicked it shorter to allow a return I mean that was just bad football I mean great football offensively by the Chiefs but also just bad by the Bills to not seal that game it was bad it it does it's it's kind of stupid right 13 seconds you shouldn't be scoring even if you're gonna have to get into field goal range which given it's the last play of the game could be as far as you know, a 60-yard try, whatever, you you have a lot of margin for error. The The one thing that the Chiefs did have in their favor is they had timeouts and they had absurd speedsters and they have Patrick Mahomes, right? So it is legitimately the entire field is kind of still a live thing, right? You can't just 
you can't do what a lot of teams typically do in these situations, which is, you know, take away the sideline, force you to the middle of the field, make you burn some time because you can do that. Like they had the timeouts. They could still play the middle of the field and take a timeout and actually get a couple of chunk plays, which is exactly what they did. So in the realm of, you know, 13 second drives to score a field goal, it was as tricky for a defense as it could get. That being said, you still had 13 seconds to stop them, you know, going 50 yards. It shouldn't have been that hard. Okay, so the fifth or sixth craziest thing we saw this weekend (laughs) was the 49ers unable to score a touchdown, finally get a touchdown on a blocked punt that seemingly is just up in the air for about 10 seconds. Nobody wants to get it, and the Niners pick it up and run it in, and they don't allow a touchdown from the Packers after the Packers' first drive. It starts snowing in Lambeau Field on a Saturday night. And at the end of the game, Aaron Rodgers is like so stunned. He, I mean, he, we're, all the drama starts now. Well, you know, what's Aaron Rodgers going to do? Staying in Green Bay, retiring, go, going somewhere else. But just so stunned that he even got it to that point. And the Packers did it again. Remember, we've said this before on the, the main podcast that the Packers have these drives where it looks so easy and they're completely unstoppable. And then all of a sudden they stop themselves and just don't keep going. Like the first drive made it look like, well, the Packers are going to score a ton of points. Now, can the 49ers do anything? And then Green Bay just stopped gaining positive yardage. They just stopped like moving the ball. And okay, the 49ers defense, you know, raised its game and, and made some plays. But again, like it does seem like the biggest architect of Green Bay's problems are their own inability to sort of keep the gas flowing um, when they get into a groove. They just sort of stall out and aren't the same team. And yeah, like that was a bizarre game because you've got Rodgers trying to do everything he can to get that moving. You have the Green Bay special teams, which is one of the worst units on, on any of the three phases in the entire NFL. It was staggering how inept Green Bay's Uh, special teams was right down to the very last play the field goal that was going to win it they only had 10 guys in the field like they'd literally the one sort of you know it's it's probably done there's almost certainly nothing you can do about it that being said in this game a field goal has already been blocked you you can't even manage to get 11 guys out on the field after a timeout all right, we only have four teams remaining in the NFL playoffs. That means only four teams left for you to bet on at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. Not a new customer? You can experience the conference championships with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout, and the more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PFF and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. It's promo code PFF for 56 to 1 odds at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. One dollar rate required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook. Details. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. So in the middle of all this, too, we've got the... The Rams getting up 27, not 28, but 27 to three. And the jokes, the jokes are strong. Uh, It should have been 28. We've seen Brady do this before. But the way the Rams defense was playing, it just didn't feel like it. The Rams now versus the Falcons years ago didn't seem like it was possible. But it is possible if the Rams turn the ball over the way they did 
a bad snap. I can't remember all of them. A bad snap, a fumble. Cam Akers fumbles. Cam Akers fumble. The fumble before the half, too, that yeah. took points off the board for the Rams. So this the, the Falcons come back. It was it was very much Brady driven and he had a little bit of help. This was like a ton of help and Brady made a couple throws including a bomb to Mike Evans, but uh all that said, it's 27-27. They left too much time for Matthew Stafford, who by the way fumbled on the first play in the comeback attempt and picked it up immediately and then the Bucks go zero blitz. Cooper Cup running wide open behind the secondary Matthew Stafford with the biggest uh, throw of his career yeah was that actually a fumble or was his knee down and and they he would have gotten they may anyway. they I, may have overturned it but i mean I it, was, it might not have been a fumble one but either like, way like it was risky you know yeah. what i mean like he tried to take off up the middle had two guys all over him and the ball almost came out and this was sort of right at the jokes of you know there's just enough time left for stafford to throw the game away um so he almost did something cataclysmic and then answered right back with a couple of bombs to cooper cup and another sort of relatively suicidal defensive play call to set that up. Like, essentially zero blitz, leave Cooper Cup, who at this point, remember, has just won, like, the triple crown for receivers, uh, led in yardage, catches, and touchdowns. Yeah. Like, he is the best receiver in the NFL statistically this year, and you leave him one-on-one running a deep post against a safety who's got to try and cover up for the blitzer. Uh, So I I made two great calls on social media, by the way. When everybody was saying too much time for Stafford to either win it or throw it away, I said too much time for Cooper Cup. And what he did on that drive, they went man coverage the first time. He made his defender fall down and was mm-hmm. wide open. And then the second one ran right behind the safety. I also said, hey, you know, throw the 70-yarder to Tyree Kill when the Chiefs did like four scores before <laughs> the game went, whatever it was. Um, but anyway, yeah, the Cooper Cup thing, the Bucks perhaps, they, they would have gotten lucky in general, but perhaps threw away you know that opportunity for that for that legendary comeback and an overtime potential for Bucks Rams. It was all crazy, and I think coming out of it, you know, you've got Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. There's retirement talk. There's discussion. Okay, what are they going to do? The legacy stuff for all these quarterbacks. Josh Allen was on pace to have one of the greatest postseasons of all time. Like Tony Romo was saying, he's two touchdowns away from the record for a postseason with eleven. I mean, he had nine. Hmm. The record's eleven. And Allen doesn't even get to play yeah, anymore. He had nine in two games, and he's going home. Yeah, it's it's crazy. So Mahomes gets to the Chiefs get to host the AFC Championship for the fourth straight year. Joe Burrow's making a name for himself. Jimmy, the Jimmy Garoppolo story. Sam, the Niners <laughs> spent multiple first round picks to replace him, and they're in the NFC Championship with him. I'm not saying it's his it's because of him. I'm saying they're in the NFC Championship with the guy they wanted to replace. Yeah, they're in the NFC Championship game in spite of Jimmy G. Jimmy G spent that entire game trying to create like a highlight reel of what you're not supposed to do at quarterback. Like, whatever the situation, oh, I'm sure this guy late over in the flat somewhere is probably still open. Let's just heave it out in that direction and hope nothing bad happens. And somehow it didn't for most of the time. Like, Jimmy G escaping that game with the kind of stat sheet that he had is a borderline miracle given the passes he was attempting um, like you were actually reaching a point in that game where you're like, we're not playing Trey Lance, presumably because of the fear of these throws that Jimmy G is making right now. And yet at least Trey Lance is going to bring you some like positive big time throws to offset those like Garoppolo doesn't really. Uh, and he still makes all those cat- catastrophic throws. Like it was just a fascinating game because 
Yeah, like they've, they've won again. And Jimmy G has an incredible winning record. And if you're into that kind of thing in terms of QB wins, like his and record he, stacks up with most people. Jimmy G came through in the end. He had an opportunity in a tie game for a game-winning drive the same way Aaron Rodgers did. And Jimmy G came through in the end. So, look, here's the deal. All we could do right now, it's the PFF NFL Daily. It's our shorter podcast. We can only get our instant reactions out there. It was an incredible weekend. So, PFF NFL podcast. That's when you're going to get the long form. I don't know how long it's going to be, but four games could be three to five hours of full analysis for us. So anyway, appreciate everybody. As always, divisional round, the best one in NFL history. Hope everybody enjoyed it. It's the PFF NFL Daily.